Angie Coombs. The waterfall journey essential for travelers. The Holy Spirit and His ministry. In the last episode, we let the words of Jesus in the Gospels speak His truth of the ministry and the person of the Holy Spirit. However, in the broad church today, there are many views and opinions about the Holy Spirit. How is it that so much confusion is caused by the third person of the Trinity? Partly, there are different interpretations of the word, encased in the form and the ritual of the different denominations, who then tend to become protective of their own view of who the Holy Spirit is. Then there are traditions, the things we do to bring our religion to life. They quickly become habits, repeated performances that can stifle the flow of the Holy Spirit. Man devises what he considers is right for God, a natural man is comfortable with habit and control, the known way. So often we put God in a box, and this is very true of the limitations we place on the Holy Spirit. However, we were born to be supernatural, created in the image of God, who is Spirit. In the fall we lost the presence of the Father and the flow of the Spirit. Cut off with our feet in clay, we reverted back to being natural man, unrefined by spirit. The broken relationships and the power of the ego led us to become self-centered and self-serving. We are damaged goods, our image and capabilities distorted. We are all in need of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Through the Old Testament, Anointing came upon particular people for particular purposes, to prepare a nation to receive its Messiah. For example, Moses and David received explicit instructions to advance the action and to relay what God wanted to share of his heart with his people. Everything was to radically change when Jesus came. As John baptizes Jesus, the Father speaks and the Spirit settles on Jesus. The full Trinity was involved, just as at the beginning of Genesis. Jesus explains that we must be born again of the Spirit to see and enter the Kingdom of God. As we believe in faith that Jesus is the Son of God, the dormant Spirit flares within us. The Spirit we lost in the fall awakes again to new life. In the waterfall, we are connected Spirit to Spirit, heart to heart with the Father, just as He intended. In the New Testament, during the years of the ministry of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is present from time to time. Jesus was anointed to act and speak as he modelled Spirit-filled living. And then the Holy Spirit came on the disciples again for particular purposes as when they were out on learning missions. 
or to inspire individuals, such as the time when Peter is asked by Jesus, Who do you say that I am? And he replies, You are the Christ. At such times, the disciples knew the anointing of the Holy Spirit, speaking to their spirit. Jesus teaches that the Holy Spirit can only come and dwell with us when he returns to the Father. It was not possible to have two members of the Trinity permanently resident on earth. And since the Ascension, the Holy Spirit has been constantly present. So who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Each person of the Trinity has a different function, but they are of equal importance, balanced as a three-legged stool. The Holy Spirit can hold us in the presence of the Father and is the power of Jesus in the world now. As we honour the Father and Jesus, so we should honour the Holy Spirit. However, relating to the Holy Spirit is perhaps more difficult for us because for the Father and Jesus, we have earthly, known patterns to construct the relationship around. As we learned in the last episode from reading the Word, Jesus tells us in John 14, 15 and 16 that the Holy Spirit abides forever. We bring to our remembrance the words of Jesus, that he testifies concerning Jesus and convicts the world of sin that he guides us into all truth. And in the first chapter of Acts, the Holy Spirit is a gift promised by God. He is the power which will enable the disciples and the church to be the future witnesses testifying to Jesus on earth. Acts 1 and verse 8 says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Some in the church today believe that the power of the Holy Spirit was confined to the first century church. However, given that the Holy Spirit is with us forever and given that in God's story we are in a time of preparation for Jesus to come again, plus the fact that the devil is rampant and that the church is nowhere ready to be the battle-ready army or the Holy Bride. Is it logical for God to withdraw the power of the Holy Spirit and to diminish his contribution to the story of God? It sounds much more like man is fearful of acknowledging the Holy Spirit and is fearful of relinquishing control to him. So often we make judgments about the Holy Spirit, what we think he should do, or more often, not do. We do not hold him in high regard. We sing, Holy Spirit, we welcome you, but we mean, don't rock the boat. So we have people patrolling in churches. Anything unusual must be of the devil and be stamped out. Some people seriously question whether the gifts of the Spirit are for today, though most would applaud and like to keep the fruits of the Spirit. But why would God 
diminish his person, his power, his range and his effectiveness now. The flame of the Holy Spirit needs to be fanned. We know the Holy Spirit is sensitive. He will not force himself upon us. We all need the resources of God at this period in God's story. The question is, are we willing to let the unhindered flow of the Spirit into our life? Much depends on whether we will believe the words of Jesus that we've heard from the Gospels. The power and place of the Holy Spirit is cemented in the actual words that Jesus spoke. Are we going to allow the Holy Spirit his place to teach us, lead us and heal us? This requires an open heart and mind. Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit will relay his perspectives and truths and by trusting and obeying we will actively advance the kingdom. Welcoming in the Holy Spirit's ministry is choosing the abundant life that Jesus died to give us and will allow us to serve the purposes of God. Should we discount the words of Jesus, we diminish the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, this is the blasphemy that cannot be forgiven. God's truth will be lost to us and we will be left with our own interpretation of God's word. We will be left in woundedness. We will be confirmed in our control where we protect our own truths, putting God in a box and turning our backs on the provision of God for our times. The direct link between Jesus and us, he says, is the Holy Spirit. Light in these dark times will come from the heart of God through the Holy Spirit's ministry. This is why the waterfall journey is so powerful as it brings us to a place where we recognize and can cooperate with the Holy Spirit as he heals, makes us whole and shows us how to play our part in God's story now. Furthermore, we can experience the reality of the love and the life and the relationship with God through him. The Holy Spirit is the essence flowing from the heart of God to us, the river of water of life, filling us to overflowing. The waterfall journey brings to life this living relationship we are offered by the Father. If you haven't listened to series one of the podcasts, episodes one to 19, I suggest you do so to learn the steps, the how-to of the waterfall journey it would change your life. So what does a personal journey with the Holy Spirit look like? It begins with being born again, acknowledging Jesus as Lord in your life. And this activates the deposit of the Holy Spirit within you, the spiritual connection that was lost in the fall. Now we can begin to understand the things of God. Living in the waterfall, we've learned the how-to of understanding the way the Holy Spirit interacts with us. We can know his voice so that we can commit ourselves to abide in the waterfall. He will guide us into all truth and as we recognize him, we can respond to further God's purposes. 
I would suggest that you listen again to the previous podcast where we shared the words of Jesus in the Gospel of John and Acts about the Holy Spirit. Meditate on the words of Jesus. They are life. It is the truth that no one is going to hell because of sin. That was dealt with by Jesus on the cross once and for all time. Those who go to hell will go because of unbelief, for not believing in Jesus and in what he says. So where are you? The Bible promises that those who seek will find. Come on the waterfall journey in the flow of the Spirit. Seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Seek the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Grow in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And then we will have the resources we need to shine as lights in these dark times and to play our part in God's story.